0: As a child, my family didn't do all the Christmas tree and gift activities, at least not that I could remember. But I never really felt left out or like I was missing anything because my parents focused a lot on the savior of the season. And plus, we always had Christmas food and holiday treats, so I was good. Later on, I began getting into the whole gift exchange side of things, especially when I moved to the UK with all of the secret Santa shenanigans. It was nice to experience that aspect of Christmas as a young adult. And I like the idea of exchanging gifts. And I never really thought, OK, this year I'm going to get myself this or that for Christmas. And you might be like that, too. You tend to focus on giving gifts to other people, which is great. And today, for this year, as we approach the holiday season, I want to invite you to think about giving yourself a gift that can truly transform your life, forgiveness. Hey, sister friend, welcome to the Shades of Trauma Healing podcast. Do you want to overcome the wounds and impacts of childhood trauma that are holding you back in life? Do you want to get unstuck, begin thriving, and confidently living God's best in all areas? I'm Danielle, a certified clinical trauma specialist, life coach, trauma thriver, and most of all, a daughter of God living loved and on purpose. In this podcast, I'll share trauma education. Healing strategies, along with biblical applications and motivational stories, to support you in your journey toward trauma healing and thriving. So, grab your journal, settle into your favorite spot, and let's begin. Picture this it's Christmas morning, and you've got this beautifully wrapped gift sitting under the tree. Your name is on it, and even though you gifted it to yourself, you are still so excited about it. You carefully unwrap it, and what do you find? A gift tag that reads forgiveness. That's right, forgiveness is one of the most precious gifts you can give to yourself. But let's start with the big question. Why is forgiveness such a precious gift for you? Well, imagine forgiveness as the key to a locked room in your heart, and behind that door there are hurts, there are grudges, there is pain, all of which have accumulated over the years. And bunched in with that are all the people who ever hurt you. You've been carrying around that weight physically, emotionally, and mentally, and it's beginning to seep into your thoughts, affect your dreams. It affects how you see the world and how you relate to other people. It is keeping you from fully enjoying the good things in life. Now, when you turn that key, you're not just releasing all the people who hurt you, you're setting yourself free from the chains of bitterness and resentment. Because forgiveness isn't just about the other person, it's about your own well being and your own sanity. When you choose to forgive, you're taking the first step towards inner healing and liberation. Following on with this analogy, You've had this person in your heart thinking that by withholding your forgiveness, they are paying for what they did. And now I'm saying to you, open the room of your heart and let them out. You picture that person just racing out of there with no consequences for their actions. And you may be asking, is forgiving the person letting them off the hook? The answer is no. Let me explain. I'll start first by reassuring you that God sees the hurt that was done to you. It hurts him when his children are hurt. He stores every tear you've ever cried over, every hurt you've ever experienced in his bottle. God is keeping note, which means you don't have to. Forgiveness does not mean that the other person will not have to face up to what they did. But it means that God is the one who will judge and he will deal with the offender as he sees fit because he is God and we are not. I have to be clear here that forgiveness doesn't excuse the other person's actions and it certainly doesn't diminish your pain. It's more about releasing the grip that the other person's actions might have hardened you and how it's affecting your life. It's like saying, I refuse to let this event define me. I refuse to let resentment and bitterness steal my joy and freedom. It's not about them, sister friend. It's about you. Forgiveness doesn't have to mean that you would reconcile or be friends with the other person either. If the person who hurt you hasn't demonstrated sustained change and continued change over time, and they continue to be a threat to your emotional or physical safety, you can forgive and keep a safe distance. This lets you off the hook and you get to heal and move on to better and happier experiences. Think of forgiveness like a bridge to your future instead of letting it be a lifeline to your past you can cross that bridge and leave the past where it belongs, behind you. It's about giving yourself permission to heal and to move forward, regardless of whether or not the other person ever acknowledges their wrongdoings. Forgiveness sounds beautiful and all, but let's be honest, it can be one of the most challenging things to do. When we've experienced childhood trauma, forgiving those who hurt us may seem almost impossible because the wounds they go deep and the scars they tend to linger. It's like having a backpack filled with bricks of anger or resentment or pain that you've been carrying around for years. It's heavy, it's exhausting, and soon enough, it becomes part of who you are. You may also want to see the wrongs made right and you may feel that the other person owes you something which makes it difficult to forgive. You know what, sister friend? It's okay to admit that forgiveness is a challenge. As I said, the wounds of the past, they often run very deep and they don't often heal easily. So know that forgiveness is a process. It's not a single event. It's okay to take your time and to be gentle with yourself as you practice the stance of forgiveness over and over again. Now, Romans twelve nineteen to 21 tells us that we should not take revenge. We should leave that to the righteous anger of God. For God is the one who says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back. Instead, God is saying to us, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. And in doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. So don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil with good. In this passage here, God is asking us to forgive those who hurt us. I've already acknowledged that that is super hard to do. So when you feel like it is too much or you just can't do it, take that request to God and ask God to give you a forgiving heart and then leave your offender in God's hands. But they've taken so much for me. You don't understand how badly they've hurt me. I hear you, sister friend, and I acknowledge the truth in your statement. It is not fair that trauma survivors experience what they do. And I hope to encourage you with Joel two twenty-five to 27 that says, God promises grace for you in your situation and God can restore your life. He can redeem what you've experienced and he can give you back more than you ever had before you experienced the trauma. So would you trust him to take care of you and deal with those who hurt you in his way and in his timing? Hopefully you're considering forgiving. So what's the first step on this journey of forgiveness? Imagine that you're preparing for a long road trip. The first thing you would need is a reliable vehicle. And in this case, that vehicle is self-compassion. As you go through forgiveness, you would have all sorts of emotions coming up. Be kind and gentle with yourself. Don't think that you should be going at any particular pace. Know that healing takes time and it's okay to rest along the way. You will know that healing is taking place when you have less emotional reactions like fear or, let's be honest, thoughts of violence towards the person when you see them, the one who's hurt you. To get ready for the journey, you also need to pack your bags with some essential supplies. And one of those is support. Reach out to your trusted friend, a coach, a therapist, or your faith community, and talk about what you've been going through. Talking about your experiences and acknowledging how you feel can be so incredibly therapeutic. It's like having a travel buddy to go with you on your road trip one who can offer you strength and encouragement along the way. You can also take your hurt and every emotion to God and ask him to soothe and heal you. He's the best companion to take along with you on this journey. Personally, I found it helpful that whenever I had strong emotions after thinking of someone who offended me, I would acknowledge the emotions, but then I would look for the need beneath it. For example, if I needed to feel understood or I needed my pain validated, I just needed someone to understand what I had been through, I would acknowledge the need and then I would take it to God and ask him to fill my healthy needs because as human beings, sometimes we have unhealthy needs. So I would ask him to fill my healthy needs, but also correct the unhealthy ones and then heal my emotions around the whole situation. As difficult and as challenging as forgiveness is, what you experience and what you can look forward to is simply amazing. My favorite benefit of forgiveness has been the mental real estate I got back when I no longer needed to constantly replay how people hurt me and how I wish they would make amends. Then my emotions were a lot more stable. I had less anxiety, less stress, less anger. I didn't feel as hopeless. There was certainly less fear when I thought about or saw certain people. What really surprised me too was that I even began developing compassion for the other people. Now, don't get me wrong. It did not mean that I became friends with all of the people who hurt me. No, it was not always safe to do so. But with certain people, I was able to have an amicable relationship that allowed me to see their humanity, to see their needs and to see their pain. When you forgive, you experience forgiveness as well. And Matthew six fourteen and 15 reminds us that God forgives us as we forgive others. And sister friend, let's face it, none of us are angels whether intentionally or unintentionally, we've hurt other people too. And I'm pretty sure just because we were born in sin that we hurt God with our actions. So we too need his forgiveness. Again, I just want to say forgiveness is not about ignoring the past. It's about releasing the power that it holds over you. Because when you choose to forgive, you're choosing to breathe like fresh air and you begin to experience a profound sense of peace and joy you experience a weight being lifted from your heart and this makes room for love for grace and for joy to come in and as you forgive you will also notice a shift in your relationship with other people a lot of times the walls that you've built to protect yourself they begin to slowly crumble and you begin to feel a bit more safe as you discover that you are more open and more empathetic and more capable of loving and being loved giving yourself the gift of forgiveness is worth it and once again forgiveness is not about downplaying minimizing or ignoring the past it's not about just forgetting what happened pretending like it didn't exist It is about releasing the power that those thoughts and emotions would hold over you. The power that keeps you from living the life that Christ wants you to live because you are here for a purpose. And every thought, every emotion, everything that you do, everything that you spend time on that keeps you from that purpose needs to be addressed. Now I've shared about the challenges and the possibilities that forgiveness provides. Are you considering putting forgiveness on your Christmas list for yourself? Take a moment and just reflect and consider what forgiving would mean to you. Perhaps someone jumped into your mind as soon as this podcast episode began. What and who can you leave behind? And as you leave these things behind, think about what possibilities could lie ahead for you as you free yourself from bitterness, from resentment, and from the other chains that have held you back. Take some time to process this, my sister friend. I don't want you to just glaze over this and go on to the next thing. Prayerfully consider who or what you need to forgive. Until next time, my dear sister friends, take care of yourselves, and I do hope that you keep choosing the path of forgiveness. You are worth every bit of healing and happiness that could come your way when you are freed of the baggage of unforgiveness. And I want to remind you again that forgiveness is the most precious gift, or at least one of the most precious gifts, that you can give yourself this Christmas. It's not about erasing the past but about releasing the power it holds over you. I tend to repeat points that are really important over and over again. And I think by repeating it, hopefully it would sink in. So I just had to say that one more time. The great thing about forgiveness is that it's the gift that keeps on giving throughout your life. And as you go along this journey, remember that you are not alone in this process because we're all in this together. With that said, I want to invite you to join our Facebook community. The group is called Heal Childhood Trauma as Christian Women of Color. And this is a safe space where Christian women of all beautiful shades can find support and encouragement as they heal from the effects of childhood trauma. You can also connect with me by signing up to become a Shades of Trauma Healing Podcast Insider. The website to do that is subscribepage.io forward slash sthpodcast. And as an insider, you will receive weekly inspirational emails and you'll also get first access to any developments that may unfold as this podcast grows and as I release new offerings that would be of support to you. So once again, the link to sign up is subscribepage.io forward slash S-T-H podcast. I've placed both these links in the show notes for you, so you can just go there, click, click, and then you're either in the group or on the insiders page. And finally, you can email me at support at shadesoframahealing.com. This is the season to say this, so allow me to wish you a Merry Christmas in advance, and I hope that your hearts would be filled with all the love and the grace and the true spirit of the season. Take good care, my friend. Before you go, sister friend, did this podcast episode encourage, inspire, or teach you something new? If so, would you be so kind as to share it with another friend who needs help to overcome her childhood trauma? And don't forget to hop over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and a written review for the show. This way, the show can reach more sisters who need to hear it. Thank you for listening and know that I am cheering for your healing. I'll be back next week. So until then, take time to breathe and be blessed.